Hey friends, welcome to Real Stories of Life with God, a podcast with a pretty explanatory title, because that's what we're here for, a conversation with real people about their unique life with God. I'm your host, Chelsea Eubank, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's jump into today's episode. Thank you again for making time and doing it. I'm so stoked. I was I was thinking about, I was telling John, I'm like, I'm pumped to talk to her about my podcast questions, but I'm also just selfishly pumped to talk to her. <laughs> you know? That's what I said to you, Chelsea. I was like, I mean, she knew us before we were even a family. And then now we're just this whole family and doing all these things. And I just feel like it's, you're talking to someone who's been there at the beginning. So thank you for inviting me to something that's very special in your journey. And like, are you kidding? This is very cool, Chelsea. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. It's so much fun. And I, what's amazing about you and Ken for me personally is so that, that trip we went on, Kyoki went on, we went on two back to back, you know, Okay. and I think it was in 2007 maybe. And I just remember having a handful of encounters with the Lord that I still think about to this day. Wow. You know what I mean? So it was like, everyone's kind of connected. That was the first trip. John and I really connected as friends, you know, and he wrote me. Yes. Yeah. And he wrote, he wrote a bunch of people like notes on the way home, but he gave me one. I still have it. He was talking about, (laughs) no, it's so amazing. So even like those couple of years where we really started getting to know y'all in the group and everything, or just the roots are just tangled all through yes. my life, you know, and it's yes. so awesome. <laughs> this is wild. That's, a, that's yeah. amazing. No, I, so cool. so I did not know that about you and John. So that's good to know that y'all had those beginnings there at the same beginning. Yes. So fun. Wow. So sweet. I know. I love it. I love it. Okay. Mm. So give us, give us a few details about you, your kids, which yes. you told me a little bit, but we can repeat some of that. Um, yes. Um, I have been married to Ken for 16 years this February, this past February, uh, as marrying a foreigner has been really a trip because you give each other grace from the beginning because the language barrier. And so it's been so neat to see what the Lord has done in his life leading up to our marriage and my life. And then for us together to join in on this mission as a family has been incredible incredibly hard, incredibly great, incredibly <laughs> worth it. We hope incredibly glorifying yeah. to the Lord. And then we have three beautiful kids. I mean, there's stories of infertility times and loss and all of that. But right now we have Gabriella who's 10 and just a doll. And then Lincoln and Isaac seven and five, and they are buckaroos is what sister calls them. We can't even stop them from all the cahoots that they get into and <laughs> just all boy and brothers to the end and such a blessing. Super um, cool. And we are in the process right now of adopting. So there no could way. be a fourth that's coming. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Local, like domestically family. or internationally? Mm-hmm. Domestically? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh my the gosh. So cool. Center. And so the Lord's just revealing that through incredible ways. And we love the local church because what we do is plant churches all over the world. And so we, um, the Lord definitely led Ken to, um, adopting through the, through the church and the church being a part of that and all that kind of stuff. So it led us here because I thought we would go overseas. We have access to 37 other countries. Right. (laughs) But, um, 
Right. I don't, and you never know till it's done, but it's exciting how, how it's come about. Yes. But that's us. My family's in Arkansas. His is still in Brazil. And so our family is our church family here mm-hmm. and our crossover global family. And, um, yeah, that's, that's definitely us. I'm going to read two of the verses that inspired two of my questions. Yeah. Jesus is asked, which commandment in the law is the greatest? And he says, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. And the second, love your neighbor as yourself. My first question for you is what currently stirs your love for God? Oh, I love that. Definitely people. Like, I love that the Lord knew to make my personality love others as much as I was going to have to be involved with with people and what we do. Um, But nothing encourages my faith more than to hear from our church planters, what's happening, what's going on than to be in our women's ministry at church here and to see like hard times being brought before the Lord in prayer and prayer answered. And um, just the people up at the school for the first time, because I have no children at home, I'm going up to their school and I am substituting and, and being involved and getting to see uh, friends and other family members that we're going to do life with for several years. Cause school's a whole chunk of life. I love that. Like, I thank the Lord for giving me a love of people um, and then showing me himself in them. This is what I love mm-hmm. about those who are timid, those who are bold, those who are masked and hiding things from me. Like, where can you encourage one of my sisters or brothers today? Mm-hmm. And so Def, I feel more love from the Lord when he, um, when he allows me to be part of someone's story or their journey or what they're doing and hopefully fulfilling on both sides as we mm-hmm. interact with people. Um, so it's even like we've, we're completely redoing crossover global up here, building all the land. Like the Lord just spoke a whole word and it's going to be an incredible thing that's unfolding on the acreage that we have here. So our landscaper guys here or the construction guys coming by, and yeah. it's just like, what blessing do we need today? And what's happening And <laughs> that that is not a burden for me. Mm. Um, so he's kind to just to, for the spirit to walk with me as I go to greet someone and not sure what mm-hmm. they might need. Um, so I hate to say that it's because I feel useful, but I also just feel known and loved and a part of a team with my heavenly father, not like I did your task. Are you happy? But like, we're in this together. You could do this by yourself, but you want me to go talk to them. Okay, cool. (laughs) So it's good. Yeah. Yeah. I I love that. And I can relate to that too. I think it's kind of one of the, what kind of prompted the podcast for me a little bit, because I feel like as much as I like, obviously I learned a lot from the Bible and the Holy spirit and from other mm-hmm. books and things, but I feel like I learned more about him from other people's mm-hmm. experiences with him. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, like it reveals to me different sides because they're wired differently. And mm-hmm. so they might absorb something from him that I may not get. And so it's kind of cool to see a different facet of him with what they're learning or how they're hearing him. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. And we yeah. always try to teach our kids like their someone else's win is not your loss. Like from a little age, get excited about what God's doing in other people's lives. Like there's not place for jealousy. There's a place for purpose and for walking in it and encouraging others that are beside you doing it. Like we just don't need 
anything but for us to be linking arms and in this Mm -hmm. kingdom together, you know? So I think you do that very, very well, Chelsea. I think you do that very well. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. My next question is what currently stifles your love for God? Mm, It is the everyday task. It is the mundane and routine because I do love the relational, fluid, flexible, free spirit. Like, let's go. Um, it is very difficult for me to continue to find joy in just serving in these mundane things, mm-hmm. having that to-do list, sticking with it. Um, and I don't want it to stifle my love for the Lord, but I become I avoid it or I become bitter about it or um, mostly avoid it. <laughs> and I need to, I need to find joy in those places. And I would rather go be with a person than a task. And there's some people just driven that way. And so I don't want to completely just focus on all my weaknesses and become a whole new person, but I can't just have all the fun, all the people all the time. Mm-hmm. And this season of quiet, like we talked about with the kids and no one's around who's literally yanking on me, needing me. What am I doing? How am I filling those spaces? Am I even caring for myself that mm. it's been a while since someone always needed me and there's that excuse. So what, what healthy choices am I making for myself? Um, and we, I just don't give myself permission to do that. I don't give my pers- per- give myself permission to be in the quiet, to, um, choose those routines that would be healthy benefits for us and our family. And, um, and I don't want that to stifle my relationship with the Lord. That's why my answer is that, because I don't want to look at him, um, that I haven't pleased him. And that's just not how the heavenly father looks at me. He is not waiting on my to-do list to be checked off. He is not looking at me disappointed. And so I don't need to hide away from that. I mean, like we were always hiding in the garden, like hide yes. coming. Yes. and it's just like, no, he knows that this is going to bring my family joy and success, but it is a okay. If I'm needing to work through some things with some other people right now and something come up has come up um, and that task doesn't need to be hidden from him. It needs to be prioritized. Um, I, I love that though. I think that is, I think that is helpful. And it, I mean, first step is awareness, right? When you know, and you can like ask yeah. him for help and be like, this is my thing and I'm seeing this, but you know, can you help me with this? <laughs> yes. Cause I don't have the answer for that. I just yeah. know that it's a need and that it's something that I tend to not take before the Lord. Like I would take a lot of other things before him. Mm-hmm. I don't take what I need to improve on all the time or take that mundane to be like, my attitude needs adjusting in the middle of this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do not have the answer for that, but I am noticing that it is a thing to grow in. He's yeah. so good to continue to journey with us and not, yeah, we, we just redo the face of the father when we would do it and tell anyone else as much as we deal with people, you and I, Chelsea, Yeah, you know what you would say to that sister in Christ. So like, say it to yourself and believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. My next question is not a question. It's a fill in the blank. The truth that God is blank means a lot to you because blank. Mm. The truth that God is steadfast Mm. because I can be grounded. And that is my word for this year. I haven't always done that, but it really came to me clear. Um, that my word for the year is grounded. And as you can see from our conversation, this girl is flailing about. She is just (laughs) 
ready to go anywhere and also going everywhere. So <laughs> the grounded, like literally physically the 50 acres that we're on now that we're stewarding to be a um, missionary homes and training centers and all the things to bless the community here and overseas, like the physical ground, am I being an Eve of this land? Am I caring for it and cultivating this ground to have growth for generations to come that I don't even have to worry about seeing he can receive the glory from that fruit. Am I grounded in my thoughts as I'm alone and I'm spiraling into what this, that, and the other Whoa. Okay. Because you were the same yesterday, today, and forever. Because Colossians 1.17, you hold all things together. Like I can be grounded in my thoughts, in my tasks that I don't love to do mm-hmm. and in physical ground and where we are. And that as soon as you were talking to me about that question or that statement, Oh, the Lord just said, see, this is why there's, there's things that are stirring your, your faith and things Mm -hmm. that are stifling you, but I am a constant and this is something we're going to grow in this year. And so thankfully it's only February. (laughs) I love that though. Steadfast is my hope and prayer for the year because I realize how quickly I want to get out of an uncomfortable moment. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm really good at escaping, Mm -hmm. you know, into Netflix Mm -hmm. or Yes. Or busyness. Yes. Or any, anything to like alleviate any discomfort or pain or whatever. I'm like the opposite of escaping fast is being, being in the moment and staying there Mm -hmm. with him. Mm -hmm. You know, like he can provide for me. He can sustain me in the moment that feels really unpleasant or boring. Even it's not even like pain and suffering. It's just boredom that I'm now used to having everything satisfied or entertained super quickly, you know, hundred like, percent. Yeah. Yes. I could totally relate to that, that wanting to be groundedness and like the stability of that for my mm-hmm. people in a world that's very stressed out and divided and anxious for me to say, yep. our feet are planted right here and we're stable because he is stable or I can't yeah. be stable because he's stable. Yes. It is such a firm foundation to be on and we do not need to be rocked or fearful or anything. Mm -hmm. And it's so good. It's not our tendency probably, probably to jump to fear, but we could have jumped to avoidance and we could jump to fulfilling and filling in all of our buckets, everything distractions. And so it's like, I'm not ground. I'm not fearful, but am I grounded? (laughs) Am I steady? Am I a safe place that does just have peace flowing all over the place? Mm. Um, Because it can happen, you know, like it can be done. Like, that's the thing. I'm like, when I talk to people who are really struggling with a lot of things, it feels like this elusive, not possible thing. Mm -hmm. He can give it. You can have peace. It's supernatural. It's going to seem, how can I be okay in this circumstance? I'm like, that's what he promises. But because it seems so outlandish, we don't think that it's possible. Yeah. We're very good at fixing our own ways, especially over here, working in these unreached people group places Mm -hmm. where you can see the need, feel the need. Um, It's different when we can handle a lot of things on our own. We don't have to be as dependent on him. And then it's like, oh, I've just been living by myself. And that's why I'm irritable and tired and not ready to give a word because... I'm in and out of season. It just happens to be the season that I'm with these people. But when I'm out of season and things are just calm or different, I, I need to still be ready to give an account for the hope that lives within me. 
And that is, that is motherhood will take you on the whole roller coaster and we can, we do not have to ride it all over the place. Mm -hmm. We can, we can stay steady with him. And I feel like this is also a word for where my kids are about to be, you know, like (laughs) middle school starts for Gabriella next year, fifth grade. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, okay, like when things happen and when they start to tell me, so we did this or they went there or they said that to not be so dramatic in my reaction, to be steady, ready for them to continue to come to me, tell me what they're thinking. And for them to be like, my mom's going to be steady, no matter what I tell about this test, about this friendship, about this activity. She's safe. She can be trusted. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And I will have to tap into the Lord for that. And I, I'm so glad that he wants me to do that, that he's not, Mm -hmm. that he is refining me. It's like the okay, I'm glad I know this because now I can cling to you more. I can abide in you more. I can stay connected to you more. Thank you for making this difficult enough that I stay Mm -hmm. on my knees to be with you because you could, that means the enemy's trying to attack because we, I am feeling something coming towards us. I need you even more if that's possible. I know his love's always there for us and he's always there for us. But for me to constantly realize it is a great place to be in. And I can't be in that unless I'm pressured. Otherwise, I'm kind of comfortable and I'm fine. So true. Oh, so good. My last question is, what is something you were looking forward to? Oh, I'm looking forward to our travels this year. I've got my first women's conference in Turkey that is going to hopefully launch into a lot of our other places where we're just going to be able to empower these women to love their families and love their communities well. And in a lot of these places, like the Bible is brand new. Jesus's ways are brand new. And so they're, they've seen a change in their husband. They're no longer beating them. They're no longer having this rage and anger. They, they, there is change. How does this woman respond to that? What is a woman of the word? Um, the men are learning in a lot of the, especially the Muslim Hindu context. You've got a lot of males able to travel, get together, do that thing. And so this is going to see that wife at her kitchen table. This is going to see that wife completely masked up in, um, in the, the hijab with only her eyes showing like what is underneath there that the Lord is going to be able to say, you are known and loved and seen. You have a place in the kingdom. You have a place, um, in this community and that you're meant to be like, just all of that, that I feel like we have a lot of access to, there's not much access for them to have that. And so will the Lord bless this and it be a thing that we can continue? Because most of our churches are in homes. So a healthy family makes a healthy church. So that family (laughs) includes that wife and that mom Mm -hmm. or this group of singles, you know, like it includes that woman and we need to find some spaces to get in there and encourage these women. Some are very, very tricky and we're not sure how we're going to get there. You know, my nursing career could come into some of that, Mm. but um, I'm definitely looking forward to the travels this year because it has been squelched a bit the past couple of years. Mm -hmm. And then I'm looking forward to maybe a new baby. Yeah. Oh Come my goodness. On. That'd be so great. And then I'll look at Ken and be like, number four, I mean, four and five or, and he's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good Thank time. you very much for taking the time. Seriously. Yes. Listening friends. It means a lot that you added us to your day today. Thank you so much. Wherever you find yourself on your journey with Jesus, I hope you finished this episode with your faith cheered, refreshed, or strengthened until next time. 